Good evening, Patriots. I am Praying Medic, and this is my nightly live news broadcast coming to you live on Clout Hub Channel 115. I am here every night, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with news and military intelligence. And let's get started tonight with our broadcast. All right, so this is Great Awakening, and Great Awakening is my second book in the Q Chronicles series. Great Awakening covers some of the later subjects that Q has discussed, including uh, things like the Rothschilds family, how they earned their wealth, and how they control uh, many financial systems in the world. There is a chapter in here on uh, conspiracies, and I give my own take on uh, conspiracy theories or the truther community, the truther movement, and how I believe Q is actually going to have uh, an unexpected effect on uh, the truther movement, an effect that a lot of people haven't considered. There is a chapter in the book on the Titanic, uh, how and when the Titanic sank, the interesting uh, circumstances around that, and whether or not it had anything to do with the creation of the Federal Reserve. That book, The Great Awakening, is available on both Amazon. It's not available on Barnes & Noble yet, but it is available in paperback and on Kindle. All right. All right. So if you did not catch Tucker Carlson's interview with Tony Bobolinsky last night, holy moly, it was a bombshell. The entire show was, was dedicated to an interview that Tucker did with Tony. Uh, the information that Tony has given, he has also given to the FBI, and he's also given it to Senate Homeland Security Committee. There were um, some very interesting revelations. He talked about how the Biden family uh, earns or earns, how they get money from China. And uh, you know what? Let's go to our first video on that. CFC uh, never viewed me. I'm insignificant and irrelevant in this discussion. To them, it was always the Biden family. It wasn't Hunter Biden. It wasn't Jim Biden. It was the Biden family who's obviously led and, um, and operated by Joe Biden. And in a document that you guys have, and uh, I think it's been provided to, you know, to the world, the Chinese reference that because of their trust in uh, the Biden family, that Chairman Yi and Director Zhang are uh, excited about moving forward in this. And in that document, they reference loaning $5 million to the BD family. Right. The BD family is the Biden family. And notice they didn't say we're loaning that money to Oneida Holdings or we're loaning that money to Tony Bobolinsky or we're loaning that money to James Gillier or Rob Walker. They, once again, not a document generated by me, a document generated by CFC, that they're loaning that money to the Biden family. What are the implications of this going forward? If Joe Biden is elected president, which could very well happen, how does this constrain his ability to deal with China? Are you asking for my personal I opinion? I am. I'm asking for your opinion as someone who's worked with the Chinese. So I think Joe Biden and the Biden family are compromised. Um, obviously, I've referenced that I held a Q clearance. You're briefed on compromise and you know who you're able to talk with and deal and do business with. And uh, I just don't see, given the history here and the facts, how Joe can't be um, uh, influenced 
in in some manner based on the history that they have where here with CFC and stuff like that. So as a citizen and an American taxpayer, I'm very, very concerned. It seems at this point that there is so much documentation. And again, all right. So because it's because it's illegal, obviously, for American politicians to take money to support their campaigns from money from foreign countries, they have come up with some creative ways to get uh, money into the hands of politicians. One of the ways they do that is to create shell companies and then foreign companies invest money in the shell company. They make loans to people who are to the company itself. Or, and that money is eventually dispersed to members of the family. It makes its way through various banking uh, transactions. And uh, the family makes money. And uh, that's kind of how politics have worked for a long time, unfortunately. So Tony Bobolinsky said something interesting last night. He said, how, you, how are you guys getting away with this? Aren't you concerned? Isn't going to hurt, you know, Joe Biden's future political aspirations? And uh, I'll let Tony explain uh, how they answered that question. Um, I'm thinking about the Biden family. Like, how are they doing this? I know Joe decided not to run in 2016, but what if he ran in the future? risk or headline risk. And I remember looking at Jim Biden and saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Like, aren't you concerned? And he sort of he looked at me and he laughed a little bit and said, uh, plausible deniability. He said that out loud? Uh, yes, he said it directly to me, one-on-one -on -one in a cabana at the Peninsula Hotel after about a you know hour and a half, two hour meeting with me asking out of concern, how are you guys doing this? Aren't you concerned that you're going to put your brother's, you know, future presidential campaign at risk? Um, you know, the Chinese, the stuff that you guys have been doing already in 2015 and 2016 around the world. And uh, I just can almost picture his face where he sort of chuckles and says, you know, plausible deniability. So he said this is a man who's been drafting off his brother's political career for almost 50 years. He said to your face, essentially, we're, we're lying about it. Uh, uh, anyone uh, watching this interview can look up what plausible deniability means, yeah. and the uh, definition is very distinct. That's remarkable. All right. So, like I said, it was a it was a very interesting interview. I would, if you're interested in this subject, I would definitely uh, listen to that interview last night. You can probably find it on BitChute and maybe other. Uh, video websites. I, I haven't looked for an uploaded version of it yet. I've been too busy doing other things. Um, just wanted to pass this along. Uh, this just broke from Daily uh, Caller. Senate Homeland Security Committee has reviewed the information they've received from Tony Bobolinsky, and so far they've been able to verify everything that Bobolinsky has given them. So they're doing an investigation. They have to make sure that the information they, they're getting is true and accurate. If it's not, the person who presents could actually be charged with providing false uh, testimony to Congress. So far, uh, Senate Homeland Security Committee has, they've made a statement saying that they've been able to verify the information that has been given to them. I, I thought that some of the mainstream media would get involved in this story, but uh, they're not. Politico put this out nine hours ago. No A-list conservative news outlet has published anything living up to the claims that Joe Biden profited off his son's business deals, leaving Rudy Giuliani to sell the story to the fringe. Well, 
yeah, so the mainstream media is still largely in denial about this. They're saying it's not real, it's Russian disinformation, there's no credibility to it. Uh, maybe that'll continue. Maybe they're just going to, they decided they're not going to cover this story. By the way, this from Tucker Carlson, he says that the uh, report on the Biden corruption scandal is not over yet tonight. Uh, that will be in about 50 minutes. He's going on at 8 Eastern. Uh, he, they're going to have new recordings of Biden business partners and another part of the conversation with Tony Bobulinski that they did not air last night. So if you're interested in that, tune in tonight on whatever you know, streaming service you can get it on. All right. Kind of a big uh, news story today. So Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, and Sundar Pichai, CEOs of Google, Facebook, and Twitter, testified before Congress today. And there was a lot of obfuscation, a lot of lying, a lot of dishonesty from, from them, which is what they always do when they go into these congressional hearings. They lie, they obfuscate, they make promises only because they know that nothing's going to happen. Well, they think nothing's going to happen. Uh, it, it's, it's a public show. Most people don't ever get to hear them speak publicly. Public tunes in, listen to them. They have to act nice, say all the right words, make promises, say that we're being, we're, we're being transparent. We've made some mistakes. We're going to make it better. Uh, and so one of the stories that came out of this was that Zuckerberg, said that they were warned by the FBI weeks before or earlier. And that's one reason why they downplayed and restricted the spread of the New York Post report on Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, I am I doubt that they specifically had information about Hunter Biden's laptop unless unless Chris Ray was really being a swamp rat and tipped off Zuckerberg and told them that the information was coming out about Hunter Biden's laptop and to not let that go viral. If that happened, I would be shocked. But Zuckerberg says they were they were warned by the FBI that hacked information would be coming out and they needed to and he felt they needed to not let that spread. So that's his alibi. Uh, Jack Dorsey. He had a prepared statement and he posted a thread of it on Twitter and then he read it uh, during his time on air. Some of you don't trust us. We're acting in good faith. That's a problem I want to focus on solving. Yeah, we don't trust that you're acting in good faith because you take away our followers, you shadow ban us, you put us in search bans, you delete accounts that have not violated terms of service. Twitter has done everything they can to silence any conservative voices that are over the target. So sorry, Jack, there's a good reason why we don't trust you. And this is, to me, this is just theater. What is going to make a difference is when Republicans win back the House next week on Tuesday, and I think they will. Then in January, when the new House takes over, they need to change the 230 protections against that protect social media companies from uh, litigation. And we'll see if that happens. Uh, a judge has struck down a, uh, a ban against the open carry of weapons in Michigan at polling places. So the Secretary of State tried to make this rush decision to ban open carry of firearms in your polling places. She doesn't have the authority. The judge ruled that it is unconstitutional, can't do it. So 
Uh, not, not that it makes a huge difference, but it is, uh, it's, it's a good ruling in that it, it points to the fact that these little dictators in these states don't have the constitutional authority that they think they do. Uh, today it was announced by uh, Emmanuel Macron that France is going to undergo a second national lockdown in, and that is connected to alleged increases in COVID cases. And as we all know, if you count uh, a lot of people, if you do a lot of testing, you're going to get a lot of positive results because most people carry the influenza uh, antibodies with them. And the testing is not very good right now. The, uh, the testing that they're using, there are good tests available. There are also a lot of really bad tests. And people don't understand what the testing actually tells you. You can test positive simply from having the antibodies because you've been exposed to it. You can be completely symptom asymptomatic. So anyway, France is going to uh, have a national lockdown. And I'm sure people will be happy about that. And look, here's the deal. When the French people get sick of this, and when the Australian people get sick of this, and when people around the world get sick of these lockdowns, they're going to th throw out these dictators that are ruling over them. And that's why, that's why no one's stepping in right now. People need to be pushed to the precipice because it's only at the precipice that mankind learns and develops the will to change. And it's up to the, we the people to change this. Germany is also doing a limited lockdown, they just announced today. They're going to shut down bars, restaurants, and gyms because it uptick in the number of cases. Again, German people need to stand up and let the tyrants know they're not taking this. All right, former DHS official, a low-ranking, uh, a, a nobody in uh, Homeland Security, uh, revealed himself today, his name is Miles Taylor, revealed himself as the author of the anonymous New York Times hit piece on President Trump that was published, I think it was published last year or in 2018. It was kind of a big deal. New York Times doesn't normally uh, publish anonymously sourced articles if the writer itself themselves is anonymous, but they did because it was, it was a hit piece on President Trump. Well, yeah, like I said, some... Some low-level uh, nobody in DHS uh, said he was the guy who did it. And President Trump responded, Who is Miles Taylor? Said he was anonymous, but I don't know him. Never even heard of him. Just another New York Times scam. He worked in conjunction with them. Also worked for Big Tech's Google. Now he works for fake news CNN. They should uh, fire, shame, and punish everybody associated with this fraud on the American people. I agree. Uh, but you know what? President Trump, you're going to get elected next Tuesday and nothing can stop what is coming. All right. Uh, on Saturday, Barack Obama and Joe Biden are apparently are going to be campaigning together in Michigan. Since nobody really wants Joe to go out there and mumble his way through another botched speech, uh, Obama is carrying, doing the heavy lifting for Biden in this last week before the election. Obama's out there stumping and apparently they're going to be together in Michigan. The details of that haven't been released yet. Mike Pompeo announced that the U.S. is going to open an embassy in Maldives, a Pacific uh, small nation, and we're going to have an ambassador there. Uh, all right, so you may have noticed if, if, you're, if you watch the mainstream media reporting, they have been hyping the number of cases, increases in COVID cases in Wisconsin, in Arizona, in all these states. Again, it's, it's based on some really poor methodology. 
these so-called increases. And if fake news has been pushing fear of rising COVID cases, and what has it done? It has killed the stock market. So I just took some screenshots. Uh, the Dow was down uh, more than 800 points this morning, actually, at one point. But again, the, the, the stock market losses in the last, this week really, has mostly been due to investor fear, which is driven by a hysterical news cycle by the mainstream media pushing all this coronavirus stuff. So it's what, it, that is what caused the initial uh, tumbling in the stock market back in March, and they're doing it again. President Trump is in Arizona right now. He did a rally in Bullhead City this morning, and apparently an aircraft entered restricted airspace, uh, and fighter jets were scrambled to intercept. Right now, the president is in Goodyear, uh, just west of Phoenix, holding a rally. You might want to catch that. Uh, I should probably tweet that out on Twitter. And that gets us caught up on the news for today. Kind of a light news day. Uh, no drops from our Military Intelligence Insider. If this broadcast has blessed you, you can support me on Subscribestar. The link to my Subscribestar page is in the description box. The link to my book, The Great Awakening, second book in the Q Chronicles uh, series, is also in the description box. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep the President in prayer. Keep Dan Scavino in prayer. Keep the military and the Secret Service in prayer. I love you all. Take care. I will catch you on the next broadcast.